Moto America fans, it's time for another episode of Off Track with Carruthers and Bice. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you may even learn something from this unlikely pair and their special guest. The mic is yours, Paul and Sean. Welcome, Moto America fans. Uh, another episode of Off Track with Carruthers and Bice our weekly podcast in which we speak about all things motorcycling, but mostly the all important Moto America championship. Um, Sean, speaking of that, we're right on the cusp of, uh, of heading to Texas and joining MotoGP uh, at, at circuit of the Americas in Austin and uh, our first superbike round of the, of the season. So it's fitting that we have uh, PJ Jacobson with us today, who will be, taking part in the uh, Medallia Superbike Championship this year. And, and we're excited to, uh, to get to Coda. And uh, those poor Dorna people at MotoGP are having a, a heck of a time at this point because they've got that mess going on in Argentina and the planes didn't show up with half their stuff or a bit of their stuff anyway. Like they can't participate at all until everybody has their stuff. So I feel for those guys, but I'm sure the things will resolve themselves here. I guess the planes are supposed to show up some point this evening and then those guys will be working all night and they'll start practice on Saturday morning, which is going to be a bit different for them. But anyway, let's, let's focus our efforts on, on Moto America and, and, uh, and headed to Cody already. Oh boy. I can't, am I ever. And I mean, it's amazing when we look back at it, you know, life goes by so quickly that I didn't realize, well, I know, I, I guess I realized, but it's hard to believe it's been a couple of years since we've been there. And I think it's because we had a test there last year but didn't race there. So, um, that it'll be, it'll be great to go back. And it's funny, Paul, I mean, some of the things that, um, you know, we advance all the time in Moto America that if you miss a round uh, of track for a year or so, it, it really, it really seems like quite a long time ago that we haven't done it. So I'm definitely looking back, looking forward to getting back there. Plus, you know, they've done some changes to the track surface too. So I'm anxious to hear about that as well. Um, so yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be cool. And, uh, it's always, it's always good to hook up with the MotoGP guys. There's, there's certain things that we face that make the event a little bit more difficult for us, but it, overall it's definitely worth it. Cause obviously the exposure we get through, through joining them is, is, is massive. So, uh, let's bring, um, let's talk a little bit about PJ before we bring him in. We can talk bad about him or good about him, whatever you want to do. And then we'll bring him in and see how he reacts to it. But I've, uh, I, it's funny this morning, I'm like, damn, the, the only time I could remember that we had PJ on was, was at Laguna Seca back in 2019. And I'm like, it, yep. it can't be that long. And it was, then, yeah. no, it wasn't. We did have him on. Oh. We had him on in January of 2021. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 And that's where we had him talking about, you know, like basically what was going to be his new career and that's coaching other riders, et cetera. And oh, yes. he, he never closed the book on racing, but I mean, it was pretty, it was kind of closed and I'm, I'm just thrilled that he's getting another opportunity uh, to come back and race Superbike because obviously the way things ended for him uh, it's fitting that that's not the end. If you, if you know what I mean, it's, he deserves better and, and he's going to get better. Yep. He's going to be racing on a Titlers cycle racing BMW. Now, thankfully you corrected my pronunciation of Titlers because <laughs> I was going with the other one, which, you know, 
kind of sounded good, but it might not have been good. You know what I mean? So, so thanks for saving me on that. So it's titlers, cycle racing BMW. These guys have, uh, it's a, it's a nice big solid team of BMWs and I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to see what these guys have. There's some experienced guys there that know how to run race teams. And I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be great. And I mean, they, you know, new team, but they've got some good personnel involved there. Dave Weaver is the team manager and is going to be crew chief for Hector, uh, PJ's teammate, but you know, PJ is going to be working with, uh, Scott Jensen, who he's got a long history with. And Scott is a, is a terrific guy and he's been in our paddock, done a lot of stuff, um, with different teams as well as was a, a solid rider years ago. So, um, it's, it's, you know, they've got some veterans in that group and I know they've got good bikes that have been provide or built by alpha racing. And, um, they're the M models, the brand new ones with uh, the wings on them and everything. So it's going to be great to see that those bikes in the series. And I'm just thrilled to have PJ back racing and racing for the first time with us in Superbike, which it's hard to believe, um, you know, with all that he's done in his career that um, he's, he's going to be in Superbike with us now after doing, you know, world Superbike and world Superbike and world super sport. Um, so in super sport with us here. So uh, he's done a lot of racing, but it's great to have him in our medallia Superbike series this year with that team. So, yeah. Well, PJ, let's talk to you. If, you can tell how excited Sean and I are. And, and just to let you know, even though we've done like, you know, a hell of a lot of podcasts since we've had you on here last, we're still not any good at it. So <laughs> apparently practice doesn't make perfect, but PJ, you, you've got to be excited to get rolling next week in Texas. Yeah. You know, guys, uh, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, you know, having me on the, uh, the podcast here, it's uh, like, it's, uh, it's been a while since, you know, uh, 2021 when, um, you know, I, I started to, uh, to take a different role, uh, in my career and, and that was coaching. So, um, it's, it's great to be talking to you guys and to be, uh, getting back into the, uh, the Moto America paddock in the, uh, in the racing, uh, racing department. Tell us a little bit about how this all came together with, with the new team and, did you get contacted? Have you known about it for a long time or is it just something that's come together of late for you? Yeah, you know, I, I started uh, to speak with a, a few different teams, um, you know, at the end of the season because um, after the season I had coaching and stuff, it, it went really well uh, for me. Um, and then I, I started to get a lot more people interested in, in the whole coaching coaching thing. But uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, I, seen, I was on the other side seen the other side and you know I've been on the other side of being a motorcycle racer um so it really uh, drove me to to wanting to be back uh, in the paddock um to to race a bike you know because it was uh even though I was coaching and uh, I feel like I I was doing the best job that I I could be uh, be doing and, and giving but um you know it really uh, it really hurt me on the weekends to to be there throughout the whole weekend and just you know sitting there uh, watching guys that you race against and and not being out on, on the track, it really, uh, it, it really hurt me every weekend, even though I, I still liked my job as a, as the whole coaching thing. And it was new to me, but, uh, you know, racing has been my life since I've been three years old and, and to sit back and just watch it was, uh, was quite, uh, quite hurtful. You know, PJ, I, I don't want to disparage anything about Sam Lockoff as a writer because he's a terrific writer. We've seen that and we could see it even in the past. I mean, he did some did some good stuff with Westby and even when he was with uh, HSBK there. I mean, he had an unfortunate circumstance where he'd broken his femur, but you 
really transformed him. I mean, he's the odds on favorite to do something with that championship this year. And I mean, he had that win last year against Richie and, and uh, uh, Sean Dylan Kelly. I mean, can you tell us what it is with Sam or what you worked with him most? Was it his race craft? Was it his, his mind, his fitness? I mean, what, what exactly did you do to transform him? Yeah, you know, like uh, after everything happened in uh, 2020, um, I was searching for a ride in, in 2021 um, and, you know, nothing really uh, came about for me. Um, and then, you know, uh, I heard that uh, that Sam um, was going to go to M4 and, you know, I started to, his dad got in touch with me and, and a couple other people, uh, you know, Barry from Celtic and and it kind of uh, all came together, and then the whole thing was I was gonna was gonna coach uh, Sam for the the season, uh, or no, co- coach him until uh, until March, I think it was for the you know the start of the season, like a winter program. Okay. Um, so you know that that all came together, and then that was my new uh, role, you know, uh, in my career to do that. So so I moved down to Florida basically uh, in January uh, with him and. Um, you know, his dad put a lot of uh, a lot of effort, and 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 so did uh, so did Sam, and you know that's what you need to do in motorcycle racing. So you know we were training every day, and and, and that kid was was riding supermoto uh, or at Jennings, you know, three days a week, or 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 training, uh, you know, running and and in the gym. So there was a, a lot to go into his program, and uh, you know the whole program of that really, you know made Sam the the rider uh, I believe he he is now he's a you know he's a very smart kid and and um he was uh, learning throughout the the whole season and you know when you when you tell him something uh he, he was doing it so it, it was really good and and he listened to me a lot um you know he also had Jake Zempke at the at the races as well but uh you know we'd come home from the races and we'd get right back uh, right back into training either either riding or, or physical training on the, the rowing machine or or indoor bicycling or, or something so um he put a lot of effort in and, and that's why uh, you know I, I think he has uh, some talent so uh that all coming together I think really made him the the rider he is and, and now yeah he has a pretty good opportunity and, and a chance uh, this season to um to go for for the championship yeah and that's I want to emphasize that again I mean I'm not denying at all that he had has talent he clearly does you brought it out in him though and it's it's terrific that you were able to do that what what did that do for you though? I mean, you obviously worked out with him. You kind of kept your eye on the ball in terms of what he was doing. And I know you continue to ride a lot. So did, did your program, did you step up your program at all with Sam or is, did you just have him join in with what you were already going to be doing? I mean, did it, did it prepare you for this season to work with Sam? I guess is the question. Uh, you know, I, I kind of, uh, I, I have a program that I, that I, had a program for in 2015 when I, when I almost won the world super sport world championship when I was going against Keenan Safoglu. And, um, you know, I kind of gave, uh, gave Sam that plan and, uh, that's the plan that I still train with, but I've, I've increased it even more this year. Um, so, you know, Sam, uh, I, I, I gave him that training plan and, uh, you know, it really worked for me, uh, in 2015 of almost winning the world championship. And, and I know as a, as a rider, like what worked for me. So I tried giving that to him. And I, I think that was a huge, uh, huge benefit for him. Mm. Okay, PJ, it's it, the training and everything aside and having that program, uh, you've done some te- testing recently on the BMW. 
how how difficult is it to go from 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 not racing a superbike to suddenly being on a superbike when there's been a gap of you actually being you know in competition is it as hard as 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 we would think it would be or is it like they say it's just like riding a bike yeah i mean i guess it's a it's a little difficult you know being away from the racing and and being in the mix of things uh, not racing people for quite a while you know but in in uh, last year, you know, I, I did a lot of riding with that kid, Sam, because I had my, my own bike that, that his dad supplied as well. So I was riding just as much as him. Um, and, you know, this year as well, I, I moved uh, down to Florida in, uh, in December and I've been riding, uh, you know, and I've been coaching as well, like Supermoto and my Ovali, uh, you know, four or five days a week. So, so I've been doing a lot of riding and, uh, and preparing a lot for, for this season, especially, you know, because, um, I know I have a, a you know, one last kind of opportunity to, uh, to do it. And, um, I've been putting a lot of effort into my, my program this year. Now you mentioned you have a last opportunity and it probably does feel like that. You know, some, some people would be surprised that you've actually got the opportunity again again because we kind of stopped thinking about you a little bit it was nice to see you in the paddocks and we were always reminded that you were there and what you should be doing but it's really cool that you're getting a chance to do it now tell us a little bit about you you've tested the bike is it once or twice you've tested it so far and what were your feelings about like the bmw because it's obviously probably something completely different than you've ever ridden yeah for sure you know, I, um, in 2020, when I was riding the Ducati, I, I uh, saw how fast it was at, at Road America, the, the BMW, and, and I knew that bike would be, be quite good, you know, um, and I've been seeing what they've been doing in, in World Superbike, um, and now that the Alpha is a part of the program as well, um, I knew that this program would be, would be very good, you know, and, and all the people involved, uh, especially, but um yeah, you know, we, we did a, a first test at, at Roebling um, and, and everything's been, you know, um, you know, come together uh, at the end here. Like it, it's getting quite close to Coda and, you know, uh, this whole thing kind of came together just uh, very, very quickly at the end. Um, so we, we tested what we could at Roebling and, you know, unfortunately we had a lot of wet uh, riding conditions through our, our testing, but uh, the bike feels really good in the wet conditions. I'm, I'm really happy with how the BMW is feeling um and the team is working really well uh so we we also just got back from a two-day test of jennings uh we had one one day uh in dry conditions which was my first time and was pretty impressed with with the bike and i think that uh it's just gonna obviously keep getting better but uh, we have a lot to learn as a, as a team and myself about the bike but uh we made huge huge improvements and and i'm feeling a lot more comfortable on the bike and then the second day we also had a, another wet condition and, you know, we, uh, me and my crew chief, Scotty, we tried some, some things that we weren't so happy with a little bit at Roebling and we tried them at Jennings and everything went really well. And at Roebling and Jennings, we, I think our lap times in the wet were, were super, super fast. So I've been pretty impressed and uh, the whole team has been working uh, great together. Yeah. And, you know, PJ, I mean, I made a point of this when we did a post about you guys at Roebling that, you know, that's one thing about our series with the exception of Daytona. Um, and we don't race super bikes there anyway, and uh, we don't race there on a wet track, but we do race on wet tracks on, in Superbike, and certainly proved that last year at Barber. So going to Roebling and getting some wet track time was certainly beneficial. I mean, maybe not the first 
day out for a first test, but it's always good to have it. I want to ask you a little bit about your team. I'd mentioned about, you know, Dave Weaver's involved and obviously Scott's your crew chief. Do you guys have a data engineer and is it somebody from here or somebody from Alpha? I mean, how, how does that work? Um, yeah, we have someone uh, from Alpha uh, helping us with the electronics. Um, and then, you know, Dave is, uh, is there doing that as well. And, and, and so is Scotty. So, so we're all learning, but yes, we have a, a lot of help, uh, you know, from Alpha on the, on the technical side. So, so that's been a, been a huge plus. And, uh, you know, he was at Jennings and, and it, was, uh, it was working very well. So it's, uh, it's going in the, in the right direction with everything. And, and like I said, you know, everything is brand new for everybody. We're, we're, everyone's new to the BMW, the whole team, everybody. So it's all a, a working uh, progress. And um, it's just going to keep getting better and better as, as we learn more about the, the bike. Going to Coda, is that, is that a difficult place for you to begin your season, Can all things considered, or does it not really matter? I mean, you're obviously going in there fairly green with the team, with the bike, with everything. So, I mean, we probably shouldn't expect, you know, fantastic results but obviously with you and and your teammate Hector I mean there, there's good riders and it's obviously a good bike so does going to Coda for the first one seem more t daunting than it would if we were going to Road Atlanta or does it make any difference yeah I, I mean obviously yeah going into Coda um I know the track a little bit not like too well um but yeah, you know, it's uh, everything's brand new and, and the BMW is going to be ridden there, the, the new bike, pretty much the, the first time. So, yeah, you know, the, the first couple, the first session or so, it might take us a little bit to, to get up to speed. But, um, I, you know, I don't want to say uh, where we're going to be at or anything. Uh, you know, we might surprise people and and, and who knows. But, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes it, it's hard with the, to go against teams right away that already have their information from from, you know, past years so many years of just going there all the time and uh, they're ready to go for you know free practice one so obviously it's not going to be like that for us but um eventually we're gonna i think get there in, in the end you know and uh and just keep trying to build uh, towards getting to the to the to the front you know pj you mentioned that you do train on the volleys and we we'd run a couple of videos of you and there's one in particular i want to talk to you about i this is the first i've talked to you about this but so we did i don't, I don't remember what tr track you were at but you were doing a bunch of essentially stoppies going into some of the turns and i had put in the caption jokingly top, top rack who and some people were like making fun of it but i i i know for a fact you weren't doing what top rack does which is just to do a stoppie coming into the garage you were had to. Be, you looked like you were working on something. It looked like it was corner entry, maybe something with getting that back end lo loose and moving it around a little bit. What were you trying to do there? Yeah, you know the the Ovali is uh, is always. I'm very strong on the brakes, and you know I'm at, always at my braking limit on the Ovali. You know, and and if I go past it, obviously I, I run a little bit wide, or you know you run off the track. But um, yeah, I think you know it's. Uh, on the BMW, the, the brakes are, are, are very strong on that as well. So I could see at some of these other tracks, like uh, that same thing happening, happening for us. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, it's just re really strong braking and, you know, like a uh, road Atlanta, for example, Coda, you might see that. So I just feel, uh, 
I feel very confident on my, on my little bike. And, and I think that, you know, eventually in the BMW, I'm going to feel just as confident as that and, and probably end up riding uh, the, the bigger bike like that. <laughs> so that, so what you do on the Ovali actually translates to being on a superbike. It's a good, a good training bike for you for that. Then it sounds like, right. Yeah. You know, just like uh, going fast on the superbike and stuff, you know, you're going to be at your limits and, and your braking limits and stuff. And, and the brakes are, are very strong on our, on our BMW superbike. So, I mean, you know, that's what's going to probably end up happening in the, uh, you know, the, the tighter corners where you really have to get the bike stopped. You know, one thing PJ, I know about you, or at least I think I know is, yeah, I think it seems like you like the color black quite a bit. And at these, the Roebling road test, it was interesting to see that you were there on a obviously completely all black bike. And as I understand it, since you've actually been a, a Revit customer for a few years, Revit leathers, you were wearing a, a set of leathers from a few years ago. And so uh, kudos to you that you can fit in those. I know you, your training probably makes that so it's not that surprising, but for somebody like me, I would never want to try that. But um, the fact that you were all black at Roebling Road and all black in your leathers was a cool look. But do you have any idea what, what delivery of the bike is going to be? It's obviously not going to be li like that, but you sure did look like Darth Vader at that race, at that track testing. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I, uh, kind of weird guy. I don't really like, uh, colors too much. So yeah, I like like the black and gray kind of look and gold and I don't know that kind of like darker look, but, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, uh, you have to just get surprised at, uh, at Coda and see what the, what the team comes, uh, comes out with. <laughs> yeah. And it's, tell us those leathers are, are from when, when did you wear those? Uh, I think I had the made, uh, the leathers I was wearing. Uh, actually, I think they were made in um, in 2019 because I was actually supposed to uh, possibly replace Lafferty on the Ducati at Laguna, but I didn't because uh, he ended up riding because he was uh, he was still uh, fit to ride. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Go ahead. I, I don't really uh, like grow much, you know. I, I'm uh, stay the same size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, small. Yeah. <laughs> so. Speaking of small, he's also small, but let's talk a little bit about your teammate, Hector Barbara. Is, is he, do you have any knowledge of him before? Did you know him when you were in Europe at all? Or is this kind of a first meeting, at, you know, in Moto America? Uh, yeah, no, I just know, obviously, his name and uh, his past and, and what he's done and everything. But uh, yeah, that was my first time uh, meeting him um, at the Roebling test. Uh, and I didn't really meet him last year just because we never really, um, I guess, uh, were in the in this we're in the paddock but we weren't in similar situations i guess um but yeah it was my first time meeting him at roebling and yeah he's a really nice guy and he seems to to work really well but it's good to have have him as a teammate because he's already rode the bmw all season uh, last year um with the other team he was with so so he gives some some good information and uh, he seems like a, a very nice guy and and he has a lot of experience so i i think that's a that's a huge uh, plus yeah it's funny because you know, at the end of last year, when I, you know, when I look back on the season, he was a guy that really surprised me. I thought he, I thought he did really well considering, you know, his situation that he was in his first time at the tracks, et cetera, et cetera. But he's got a, he's got that old school style where when you watch him, he looks like he's not going fast. And then you see the stopwatches, uh, the timing and scoring screen. And, and it's, and it's a completely different situation because he is going fast did, does your styles I mean can is it going to help you 
with him on the team as far as sharing information or your styles and such so different that it, it won't be that much help? Uh, yeah, I think we'll be quite similar and stuff with a lot of things. And he's a, he's a smaller rider as well. So that's, that's a good thing. You know, if I had like, you know, say Loris as my teammate or something like he's totally opposite. So obviously we wouldn't be able to share too much information because the bike would be set up so much different. So, uh, Hector's pretty good because we're, we're quite the same size and, and, and the weight I'm not sure about, but it, it's quite, uh, quite similar. So I think it's, it's pretty good. And, and, you know, if one of us is struggling, we'll be able to, to share some, some information um, to, to help the other, other uh, rider. You know? you know, PJ, you mentioned earlier, Barry, Barry Gilson and from Celtic racing, who's a guy who's been in your corner for a long time. And you guys have done a lot of stuff together. And um, I'm sure that's, that's continued over time and you mentioned this is that kind of led to this this deal that you've got this year will will barry have any involvement in the team this year or will he be coming to the any of the rounds uh yeah i'm sure he'll be at a a lot of the rounds you know he's been in my corner since i've been like 10 years old you know on a, on a 125 he got me he's the one who got me started but um yeah you know him uh richie alexander Corey alexander uh you know uh Larry Pegram, a whole bunch of people, you know, I, I just uh, really, you know, Michael Kiley, the team owner, the, I just want to thank everybody for, for, you know, believing in me and giving me this opportunity because, you know, a lot of people's names, even that I haven't mentioned, really pushed me forward on this whole deal. And, uh, you know, um, I, I was just like, it's very positive to, to get talked about and, and my name pushed forward to, to say, hey, you know, he, he's one of the riders that you, that you should be looking at. So I'm a very appreciative of all these people for, for believing in me. Yeah. And, you know, I want to talk about the team a little bit because I when you got I'd been following it for a little while and, you know, talking to uh, Michael uh, Kylie a little bit. You mentioned a little bit, Corey, on that side of the equation. And it took me a little bit to understand. So the Superbike team is is Hector and you and it's called Titler Cycle Racing. Then there's Corey Alexander and Travis Wyman on Titler Cycle Racing. Uh, ride hvmc racing and they are also going to be racing all season in superbike but they will be racing on st stock 1000 spec bikes and they're also going to race in stock 1000 so it's not quite like last year when they would race um those bikes for superbike cup they're actually going to be competing in two um superbike races every weekend on those bikes as well as one or two stock 1000 races depending on which round so and they will be there at coda as well so the team is going to have four riders on BMW M1000Rs, two superbike spec machines that you and Hector are riding, and then two stock 1000s. So as I understand it, you guys have kind of been testing. You've been at Roebling, Jennings, you mentioned, and Corey and Travis have been out at uh, Chuck Wallace. So it sounds like there's two transporters. Dave Weaver's handling the one side. Richie Alexander is handling the, the other side, Corey's uncle. Um, and then you guys are going to kind of come together at Coda. Have you guys gotten together as one big giant team yet? It sounds like no. Uh, no, we haven't. But um, right. there's been, you know, a lot of uh, probably in information uh, shared and stuff like that. So, you know, everyone's speaking and, and well aware of everything that's uh, that's going on. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're all come together at CODA. And then from there on, we'll probably, you know, start to all to work together um, again and, and and, you know, just get everything, everyone together and keep moving the, the whole program, program forward. All right, PJ, I got a question for you. That's kind of silly. Uh, did anyone call you about a baggers ride? 
Good question. Uh, yeah, actually, I got a couple of offers on the bagger rides, but they they were uh, you know in November uh, time. Um, right. So yeah, I got a couple offers on those. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, you, you've obviously been watching them. I mean, it's it, it surprised me with how good it is and how fun it is to watch, and it looks like the guys have a good time riding them. Is that kind of what you've come away from with feeling about that? Uh, yeah, you know, I think that's uh, really good, you know, for Harley and, and Indiana and the series. Um, and, and that's, yeah, another class that's, a, I guess, a totally different kind of focus. But, um, yeah, just uh, as of right now, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really, like, you know, uh, keen to, to ride in that, in that class. Like, I'm more, you know, focused on that. I'm, I want to ride in Superbike and, and uh, you know, try to, to get myself back up to, to where I, I know I, I can be and uh, just finish some unfinished business in my, in my career that I, I think I've uh, just left behind. Yeah. And you know, PJ, I, I'm going to speak for you a little bit on this because I know you're well thought of in the paddock and there are so many teams I know that have approached you or asked about you. Um, and I know that you're a purist a little bit about what you want to do, or you, at least you've got a pretty narrow focus, which is terrific because it's, it's gotten you to where this is going to be a super bike ride this year. And, you know, to your point and what, to what Paul said, I mean, you, there were some other rides that you could have taken, but you, you've been selective because you know what you, you want to do. And it's great that you're going to be able to do it this year. One thing I don't know the answer to, and I, I well, I kind of think I do, but I want to ask you this. Have you ever raced at Coda before? Uh, no, I have not raced at Coda before. I've only, uh, I've only rode, um, uh, what is it? An FJ 1200 there because I was supposed to possibly go uh, ride that Australian, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thing. Yeah. That Australian uh, vintage, uh, thing I forgot, but, um, yeah, I rode there for like three days on that bike. Uh, it was pretty fun, and and I got to know the the track quite well. But uh, yeah, that's the only time I've been there. I've never raced at Coda. Yeah, that was the thing with um uh, PJ, uh, PJ, your PJ with Jason Pridmore and uh, I JP instead of PJ actually, and that's what threw me off. And also Josh Hayes. So that's that's interesting that you were going to be involved in some of that as well. That's a different type of motorcycle too man that's a, a lot of muscle i guess they're fast but you have to muscle those babies around a little bit and there's no electronics from what i understand on them but boy it, it, you've ridden a lot of different things or had offers to ride a lot of different things but um this is terrific that you know it's it's you're, you're back on this m1000 rr alpha racing built and from what i understand pretty close to what they're running in world superbike is that what you understand as well um, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty similar to the, I, I believe the spec uh, world two bike. So it's a, it's a for real, um, package. And, uh, that's why I think, you know, once the team gets to know the, the bike a bit more, um, I, I think it's just going to keep on, you know, getting better and better and, and we'll just, we just got to keep improving. You know, there's, uh, you have bad days and good days and you just got to keep on moving forward. Yeah. Um, so one, one more question I want to ask you about this going in, into this year. So we don't know what delivery is going to look like yet. Um, you would hope for a little bit of black and, and gray or, or gold or whatever, but we know BMW colors are interesting too. Um, be, do you know, it sounds like you've got, I saw from the test 
that Steve Weir is there. He's with an organization called Weir Everywhere Racing. And I think he's a consultant for BMW North America, but we see him bopping around the track everywhere. I mean, he, he works with, he worked pretty primarily with Travis Wyman, but heck, I saw him with Jeremy Cook last year working on his electronics. So he kind of goes around and gets involved in a lot of the teams. Is he that same role with you guys? Is he considered an actual member of the team or was he at Roebling to consult and it, will he be in and out of your team during the season this year? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that he'll be in and out of uh, both. Uh, like we're all pretty much one team, you know, but uh, he'll be going back from, from rig to rig. I'm pretty sure. And uh, you know, uh, it's my first time meeting Steve at the, uh, at the test at Roebling and, and he's a great guy. So um, yeah, it's really good to have him uh, part of the, the, this whole program as well. So it's a, uh, it's, it's uh, going to be a really good program. And there's a lot of uh, talented people there that are, that don't ride a, a motorcycle, you know? Right. And here's something I, I have to ask you this PJ, you mentioned you've been in Florida. I know you're from, well, they call it upstate New York, but as I've said, it's called downstate from where I grew up because I grew up near the Adirondacks. So where you live was pretty much the city. Although you get winter there, just like you did when I was growing up in Northern New York. So did you do any ice racing last year? Probably not. If you were in Florida, have you, when was the last time you ice raced? Uh, yeah, I haven't uh, done any ice riding um, in, a, in a long time, actually. It's been a couple of years to be honest with you. Uh, I used to love to do that all the time, but um, I'll tell you what, like once you get to warmer weather, uh, and you get out of the snow, you just question yourself, like, why am I living in New York where it's freezing cold? <laughs> so, so that what you're, what you're saying is I get it. I mean, heck snowmobile in the winter because, well, what else are you going to do? Um, you, you ice road because you, you want to ride a motorcycle and that's what was going on outside. You know, of course you were able to hone a lot of skills with doing that. And there's some benefits to doing that kind of racing. But if you had your choice you'd prefer just to go out on a cart track on a, a volley or supermoto bike to ice racing is that kind of what you're saying uh yeah pretty much i mean you know like when, when you come down here like you can just get so much more training in and i can be at the cart track you know like uh, almost seven days a week if i wanted to so i can be riding my supermoto bike the old volley you know you can be bicycling down here swimming running like everything it's it's pretty much uh you know, you pretty much have everything. Like it's the same as, you know, California or something. If you, you go there for the winter, like you have the, you have the weather to do everything. And, you know, New York kind of, kind of shuts you down and, and you do more indoor training. And then, you know, you're freezing cold riding, uh, riding uh, an ice bike. So yeah, I, uh, I think I prefer uh, being in a, a warmer area. <laughs> yeah. I can understand that. I think Paul does too, right? Paul's from San Diego or San Clemente now. Yeah, I don't like to be cold at all. It's I'm kind of bummed today. It's cloudy and it looks like I might have to put long pants on. I don't even like doing that. So I'm a real I'm a real wuss when it comes to being cold. Like I always look the ice riding looks so fun when I see it, and then I think, man, I I don't know. I I think I'd be a little cold doing it, but it sure looks fun, especially that stuff they do in Wisconsin. And Paul James from Harley Davidson's big in it. And there's like this endurance race they do that the course looks like it has like a hundred corners in it. And it just looks like a lot of fun, but the, he, I've always, get, I always get invited to go, but so far I haven't, uh, I, figured, <laughs> I haven't figured, I haven't figured that I want to be that cold yet, but maybe one day, but anyway, we'll, uh, we're going to go ahead and cut PJ loose here. Uh, let him get out and get training. And 
PJ, we're we're really pumped that you're you're going to be part of our series this year. It's going to be exciting that you're in the big boy superbike class. Uh, I think you'll fare well. I think that team's going to be exciting to watch because there's going to be a lot of improvement from race one to the last race of the season, obviously. So congrats on getting that ride. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, for having me on. And uh, I'll see you guys at Coda. Sounds good, PJ. All right, bye guys.